1: Those were good beignets. Yes. PJs. PJs and beignets. Mm-hmm. Very good. Or like my client calls it, PJs and bengays. Oh my
0: gosh. That's <laughs> funny. I know. It so is funny. funny. Yeah. That's a little different. Right. <laughs> but they were yummy. Yes. Especially Thank on you. this cold day.
1: I know. With the layer of snow. Yeah, It'll be gone by. Yeah. You know middle of the week for sure yes yes i'm
0: don't want it to stay long
1: no i was done with the first little bit of snow we got on that monday with all the ice right yeah right
0: right right yeah so i'm ready for spring yes same same Mm -hmm. very much so we are gonna continue talking about um healing uh from a dysfunctional family and we talked about um, characteristics, and just to kind of recap, uh, a dysfunctional family um, is defined as anything not operating according to God's created purpose. Mm. And there really is a lot of characteristics that that are mentioned here. Yeah, uh, which is why we had to break these these. We uh, had to break
1: up. it apart. Break it apart.
0: Yeah. And I think we left off uh, with um, talking about shame.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's re- review that one because yeah. that's a good one.
0: Yeah, it says shame is a way of life. It can be underlying, but it is always there.
1: Gosh, why do you want to carry shame? Yeah, Jesus took care of that on the cross, right? So we wouldn't have to carry it because it's it's so it could be debilitating.
0: Yeah, it can keep you stuck. Yeah. Um, for sure, and and not be able to move forward, and you know, um, a lot of times people don't realize that even children can can carry shame. Oh, for sure. And the shame can be not even anything that they have caused. Right. Be, and this is why we're talking about the the family unit. Mm-hmm. Is that <coughs> sometimes the shame can be from other people in the in the family that they're they're holding or carrying. Taylor and I, I mean,
1: just to add kind of a funny spin to this, Taylor and I, we have this thing and (coughs) we call it secondhand embarrassment, but Mm -hmm. we really think it's shame. Yeah. Because if, like, if we see somebody, like, they're doing something, like, oh gosh, that's going to be so horribly embarrassing for them or. You know, like um, it's not going to turn out well. Yes, we get that secondhand embarrassment like, oh, gosh, we feel so bad. Yeah. We feel bad for how you're going to feel when that thing happens. (laughs) Specifically, short. It was uh, when we were at Reed's mom and dad's retirement years and years ago. Reed's nephew went up to the table to get a a little cup of punch, Mm -hmm. and it was red, red punch.
0: Okay.
1: Tay and I were sitting on the seats just observing, Mm -hmm. and he filled up the cup so full. We're like, oh, no, oh, no. Like, And there was tons of people there. They were mm. sitting around, you know. And by the time he got to the seat, he was so careful. And we're like, oh, p- oh please don't spill. Please don't spill. But when he sat down, he tipped the cup. What? <laughs> at the what? same time. And we
0: were like. "You should have put the cup down on
1: the table. That's <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. So we, you know, we were like second hand embarrassment. Aww.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it went down the front of him and that you know he was like a sixth grader yeah. and you know it's embarrassing Aww. and Yeah.
0: Oh gosh. That is true how we feel embarrassment for other people. Yeah. We do feel things for other people and shame and embarrassment is this, is one of those things just like we feel hurt for other people yeah. or sad for other people or happy. Right. Shame and embarrassment is the same thing. Yeah. Oh, I
1: know <laughs> we will never we will never forget that mm-hmm. that little moment because it was like, oh, gosh, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't yeah, do it.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see. The next one says children will take on the shame of the family. We, we mm. just kind of talked about that. There's something wrong with my family, so there must be something wrong with me. I could attest to that. Mm. I could totally
1: attest to that. My parents. It, it was, it was so dysfunctional. My parents had a bit, they had businesses. Something happened in one of the businesses that di- they did not take care of. Hmm. And in all transparency, I will say this, um, the sheriff came to our front door Ooh. and took my mom to jail.
0: Oh, ouchy. Yeah. Mm.
1: yeah that was ugly
0: how old were you that had been scary
1: I was um, a freshman in college I was getting ready to leave dad number two wasn't there at the house the kids were there they were littles Mm -hmm. and thank God I hadn't left for college yet for my class that day right because that morning first thing dad number two wasn't there who was going to watch the kids? Right. Or what would they have done with the kids?
0: Who knows?
1: Yeah. So oh, that right. was that was one of many many things where I thought this exact line. Yeah,
0: something wrong with my family, so there yeah. must be something wrong with me. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, they <laughs> lost house and cars and businesses, and and the thing about it is, is that. Reed, my husband now, when we were dating, his mom worked for the bank that my family had all their stuff oh, with. Uh-huh She knew everything oh. which wasn't good. Did she not want Reed to no, date you? No. No. Let alone marry right. me. And it's like, hey, I didn't cause any of that. Yeah, right. But the shame was yeah. was there because w- that's why, you know, I joke that we're, we come from, you know, opposite sides of the track. Yeah. Because it just wasn't good. Yeah. And it's but not good when other people know it's not good. Yeah. You know?
0: But that is kind of sad. We have a pre-assumption, other people on the outside, that their family's bad so they must all all be, be bad. bad you know they're she's including the kids yeah that's that's kind of not a good thing to do well because i'm it's not it's called judging yeah i'm not like some of the the way my mom and dad
1: well and you functioned. hope not to I'm be not that way i think i think taylor grew up in a good home but there's some things that i want her to do differently mm-hmm. and i'm sure she will Mhm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I that statement
0: resonates with me. Yeah, because when I um, counsel young kids, and some of them are young, um, I always reiterate that you you don't have to make the same choices absolutely that your, your mother or father are making mm-hmm. that you you don't have to go the same path. You know, just having that. Open option to them so they can like open up their eyes to new different things and not stick into what they just see and think it's normal
1: because kids don't know about options. Yeah, they don't know. I think
0: they see what they see.
1: They see what they They see, see and they they and they think it's that's that's the way you have to do it, right?
0: Right.
1: But what I you know told my own daughter, and I tell like couples that come in for premarital take away the good leave the bad and
0: create your own right you know and I think a, a really powerful statement people need to to realize and start to really believe is that other people's actions and choices are not a reflection on who you are and
1: don't define you
0: yes yeah. Don't look at that and say this is who i am because there's messages that you take away from people's actions and choices mm-hmm. and a lot of times you have to be careful these messages could be a lie from the enemy like well you're not good enough mm-hmm. or you're not important or you're not worthy you're oh, not lovable totally hurt heard them all in my yeah. head you, you really have to define and realize what what am i telling myself and where is mm-hmm. is there true is this a truth or a lie and it's the same when you're with your upbringing of your your family, the way they are. The message may be, my families are my family, my parents are losers, so I'm going to be a loser. Yeah, you know. Yeah, my parents yeah. are poor, so I'm probably going to be poor. Right. My parents are full of anger, so I'm probably going to have anger. Right. You know, and that's you gotta you gotta identify that because that's coming from the enemy, and that's the tactic he's using. To keep you in that same generational curse in oh, that for sure. same way of living, yeah. And you gotta really identify those, especially, you know, doing that for your kids too. Like in a divorce, yeah. I always tell the parent: make sure you, you um, tell your children it's, it's not, not, not a one and one conversation. Yes, that's not had their nothing. fault to do with you this is not your fault we both love you your mom and dad are, we're going to still be here for you mm. constantly through mm-hmm. life um because that you have to think about that's the time the enemy comes in
1: yeah when, for sure
0: when there are traumatic things happening That mm-hmm. that is the time he's right there yeah filling those lies yeah
1: i wish we could do a class for teens and we could have just like an open discussion of what are those messages that yeah. you're that you're receiving about your own family? Yeah, and then to make it clear to them that that's not gonna it doesn't have to be you,
0: mm-hmm. you know, you know, and so maybe with you parents listening, start to incorporate that, incorporate this in your conversations with them when something traumatic happens like, even when they're young and they weren't invited to a birthday party. Oh, my
1: gosh. I knew you go were going to say that. Go ahead and ask the child. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's talk this through. Yeah. What, what are you hearing? What is, what's the message that you get from this? What are you telling yourself? Right. And then walk them through that or their first breakup.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. What is the
0: message you're receiving <laughs> yeah. from this? What are you taking away from this? Those are such hard things for kids. I know and as you can't as a parent look at it as like if they knew the problems i had this is nothing no you have to put yourself in their shoes and that's their world that is their world having friends yeah is that's their world their lunch world is not you know paying the bills and no. have to work overtime no because you can't pay the bills that week right their world is high school Friends. Yeah. um, Lunch hour. That's like the
1: worst social experiment ever, in my opinion. Yeah. Middle school, they need to get rid of it (laughs) because I just (laughs) cut it out. Yeah, just cut out middle school for the parents and the kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Those are hard
0: things. What's our next one? It says constant criticism is the norm Mm. in a dysfunctional family. Yeah. Let's just define um, criticism Mm -hmm. and what that message or definition is. It says, the expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. Ooh. Do you allow your kids to make mistakes? Do you allow them to fail? They need to fail at something. Yes. And when they do make a mistake or fail, do you criticize them for it? Right. Because that's not allowing them to make a mistake nope. or fail at something.
1: Gosh, there's so many. I know you could probably have a million different examples mm-hmm. I can with. I could think of uh, a particular <laughs> I have, thing. I have
0: one that's really funny.
1: That it's it's adults and The um, male (laughs) half of this relationship was—he was was an only child, and the whole entire family and extended family Mm. put him on such a high pedestal. his whole life. Oh, wow. He knew nothing else. Right. So then, go and get in a marriage. Well, that ain't gonna happen anymore. Yeah. And so that leads to like horrible narcissistic traits on his
0: behalf. Because
1: I mean because why why wouldn't people kind of either look up to him or bow down to him? Right. Because that's what the whole family did. He was he was like the next best like the golden child. He was it. Did no wrong. He was the it child Mm. and now as adults it's just affecting so many things and affecting
0: the family and yeah yeah Yeah, narcissism isn't just it's born it's 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 um it's fed into yeah it's not a poof this is what you are
1: no it's created it's a created (laughs) a created mess
0: yes yeah
1: and you usually don't know that it's a created mess because if you're the one that is narcissistic you don't you don't believe anything right. is wrong with you so right.
0: right how could it be you right exactly Ugh. So that's that's difficult that's a whole different podcast yeah right should do one on narcissism but anyways um this is kind of a funny one uh this was years ago when my oldest started dating her husband, <coughs> and he, this was early in their relationship, okay? And th- he was over at the house, and he was parked in our driveway. Well, my little Allie was also dating um, her husband at the time. Uh-huh. And you probably remember the story. And um, he was out in the woods hunting, and he couldn't track his kill, okay? It was starting to get dark, so I really didn't want her to go out there, okay? Because I had this mommy feeling. Did she like, go by herself? Oh my goodness! No. Uh, maybe my goodness. I didn't tell you the story.
1: <laughs> maybe you she's did probably it. gonna hate
0: me for telling telling this story on the air, okay? So she was like, comes to me panicked. Okay, already I'm like, that's not a good, that's not a good time to be driving. She's like, I have to go. Because Austin can't find the deer, he just and he's trying to track it. And it's getting late, and he's gonna lose it. And da 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 da. I'm like, Ali it's getting dark. You know, I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. How are you gonna find? You know, hundred, uh-huh. hundreds of questions. Uh huh. Okay, I went up against my better judgment and was like, because she can be very persistent. Okay. Sure. And I was like, fine, just go. Well, she leaves. And then probably about twenty minutes later, she calls and she's like, Um, I gotta tell you something. I'm like, What? Oh no. She goes, Um, I may have hit Nick's car.
1: Oh my god. When gosh. I was backing out. I go, um, Where
0: are you? Oh my god. She's <laughs> gonna hit and run. <laughs> Ollie! I know. So I was like, What? I was like, Holly, where, where are you? She's like, well, I'm almost at Austin. I'm like, no, no. Oh, you turn, turn your car around <laughs> and you get <laughs> back over here. Because what you did was a hit <gasps> and run.
1: Oh, ow. No, no. So
0: we came back. Okay. And She's so,
1: getting arrested by Mama. <laughs> right.
0: So I had to then, no, I didn't tell. I didn't tell Nick because that was her responsibility. Right. right? She needed to tell. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So. I'm like okay, so she gets here, and but
1: what's funny though is that she may have hit his car, yeah. <laughs>
0: right? Like you don't know. I know. So <laughs> I, I, I get we we meet her in the garage, and I look at the back. This is my car, granted. Okay. Okay. Oh because she's just now learning to drive. You oh know. gosh, she's, she probably was sixteen, seventeen. Uh huh. I'm. St- we're standing there looking at the dent in my oh no my bumper oh no and a silence okay i let there be some silence
1: oh i love that then,
0: silence <laughs> then i started busting out laughing <laughs> because i'm like it's okay you know i'm like what i was more upset about is that she didn't make the right decision when she didn't she okay, didn't so teach her yeah i had a teacher <clears> But I just look at it, and I'm like, it, it really, it's a material thing. It really yeah. doesn't matter. I don't care right. about the little dent in the bumper. Right. I was more concerned about Nick's car, because he's kind of new to trying to learn, you know, about the family and get to right. know us. Right, And so I was like, okay. Howie, you know, she was panicked. In the in the silence, she was panicking. I know she was, but then I That's just started funny. busting out laughing. I'm like, okay now you got to go tell Nick yeah because you know, I that's teaching them responsibility Absolutely. I'm not gonna come rescue. so I'm like okay you're gonna have to go downstairs and yeah tell, tell Nick what happened oh so my so she did and then we all go out to look at Nick's car and I'm like I'll pay for whatever you know mm-hmm. you know it, it he's like he's like and he was like it's no big deal he's like this is an old car there's got it's got dents in it I don't yeah. really care and I'm like are you sure but that's the thing is, you really gotta the you way teach you respond them, to something, the way you respond, the way you respond, and yeah, allow them to be like, It's okay, uh-huh. it's no big deal. There's always options, you know, it's uh, there's always options, it's just a material thing, and you're okay. Like, I, I think, I think because. I've had so many bad yeah. uh, things happen yeah. in my life. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, this is nothing. Yeah, like, right. This is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, this is... But the question
1: is, did Austin find his deer?
0: Ooh, that is a good question. With all of that, did Austin locate oh, the deer? Oh, man, I'm going to have to do a to be continued on that answer.
1: I got to know. You got to know. Because she... She rushed out of there. She broke the law. <laughs> she broke the law, right?
0: Uh, we don't even know how
1: fast she was driving right. because it was an emergency. And why
0: did it take her so long to call me? Like she was almost to Chesterfield. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, she's she's my she's my ally. Okay, Allie. <laughs> Hope you learned a lesson, girl. Yeah. She did no no, no hit more and hit and runs. No hit and runs, even if it's in a driveway. Exactly. <laughs> no hit and runs, but I'll have to let you guys know if if Austin found that deer. Right, I'm curious. Yeah, I, I totally forgot. Okay, so let's move on. All right. Hey, okay. um, appearance is everything. Look good on the outside, no matter what. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I can relate to that one. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 We were. Uh, that. That probably was my mom's motto. <laughs> that really? was her motto. I think that was Reed's mom's motto. Parents is everything. Every. You know, we're yeah. all put together. We're these good little in order soldier children, just sitting in our place with manners. You do not misbehave. Um, what would happen if you did? Um. We were more scared of mom than we were dad. Mm. Um, Because, but then, because also what mom would pull is, you know, if you make me upset, your father's going to get you too. (laughs) Like we would. Oh, wow. Double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he did not like spanking us and disciplining, Uh but he would do it if she told him. Right. To do it. Right. And, um. She liked those little, you know, those wooden spoons? Oh, <laughs> yes. I've had my
1: behind hit with, with a wooden spoon.
0: Yeah,
1: she liked those. A, a couple times in a spatula. Yeah. My mom liked a spatula. She <laughs> liked a metal one. A metal one? A metal spatula. Ooh. Yes, she did.
0: Yeah. she? Right. Did you get spanked a lot? I didn't.
1: I didn't get spanked a lot, but
0: boy, there was meaning behind it when it happened. Mm, Mm. So you remembered. Mm, I sure did. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, but you know how damaging that is because just think about what's in the inside. They don't let you think about what's in the inside. No, and it's embarrassing for kids. Yeah. I really, really, um, I don't think my parents did this, but this is one thing I really... Um, disapprove of especially as a counselor is that when you discipline in front of other people it's humiliating to the child. Oh it's so humiliating. I think it is so it's not good. I don't remember if that happened. I'm pretty sure I would remember if that did happen. Now here's probably where this it just hit me right now. Probably where it came from is that my aunt and uncle did that to their kids. Oh, yeah. Now, were they more very unruly? Yes. But I, I remember being impacted that they were always getting in trouble, and I was always seeing it. And then even growing up a little Secondhand bit. Secondhand
1: embarrassment. Yes. Right? I, yeah.
0: I saw um, my close friends, their mothers, would very humiliating discipline them right in front of me. Mm -hmm. I'm talking like smack them on the face. Ooh. um, Just tear them down. I really didn't like this, but I know some of them will be like, why can't you just be like Naomi? Why can't you just listen like her? Why can't you clean the way she does as you guys cook? I did not Mm -hmm. like it Mm -hmm. at all. The comparing. It's so bad. The comparison.
1: It's so bad. My mom kind of did that with my my middle sister and I. She would she would do that because we were really two opposite kids, right? Yeah. And I liked sports. She liked music. You know, we were different kids. Yeah. And she, you know, she wanted to do some of the sports, but she didn't really like yeah. it and. You know, my mom would use the comparison thing, I yeah. think, and
0: it, it just wasn't, that's so ugly. Yeah, disciplining in front of other people is not a good thing. No. Um, it's humiliating. It, it They lose trust in, in the parents. Kind of reminds
1: me of this. Yesterday, uh, we're, my husband and I were in, were in the living room, and he's like i think i better go you know shovel the walk in the driveway and he goes wait a minute the neighbor's son's doing it oh and i'm like really like he's just out there shoveling our driveway he didn't even come to the door or anything and uh he's like yeah he's shoveling so we just stood back and and reed said well maybe i should go out there and help him i go no let's just wait because I see his dad standing in his driveway. So let's just, let's just watch what's happening here. Well, um, the kid got all done and I told Reed, I said, you know, well, why don't you give him, give him some money? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Reed went over there. He was with his dad and said, you know, buddy, thanks so much. Like, that was huge yeah. what you did. Thank you so much. And he, Reed goes to hand him the money, and his dad's like, absolutely not. No, he doesn't get any money for this. He's been doing video games all day long. Oh. And he needs to learn to go and help people. Nice, Dad. Right? Nice. But it was funny because evidently that he, the, the boy was going up and down on the driveway. Oh, instead of this. Well, he was going up and down on the driveway and his dad's watching him and he yells over to him. He's like, dude, this is what he said, okay? Uh-oh. Dude, that looks like crap. <laughs> oh no, dad. <laughs> I know, and then the, the little kid goes, but dad, I'm gonna do it back and forth too. and i thought that was ingenious he thought to go up and down the drive and then he was going to go this way very thorough very thorough see you never know what your kid's thinking you don't know what your kids are thinking and then he went over to the other neighbors and he did that but i thought you know what this is good dad is teaching him go and do something nice for somebody instead of sitting on the video game all yeah. afternoon on a snow day absolutely yeah so it was, it was a teaching moment for sure yeah now, i don't know about the little comment but a little comment clean that up a little yeah exactly <laughs> wow
0: that's really good yeah nice yeah
1: he was at least
0: teaching the boy something yeah exactly right and hopefully the kid felt good about himself yeah. Especially with Ree going over there and just like, man, yeah. that was, you know, yeah. so appreciative. What a difference it made for you guys. I wish his dad would have given him money, but I know. But I, I understand. That, that would have, yeah. Yeah. I un- totally understand why he said no. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's good. I know. Let's see what else we got. Having, um, company? having company is discouraged. We might get discovered. Mm. You know, I think about this one thing friend that I had, and I was the only one allowed to go over there. I had one of those. Mm-hmm.
1: I could tell you exactly
0: where she lived,
1: because we lived in a, at, at the end yeah. of a circle, and yeah. it had to be calculated when I was allowed wow. to come over. Her parents were, they were mean. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what was happening over there. It was always just very weird. Yeah. So Yeah. And we never saw that they had company? Mm-hmm. You experienced
0: yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, I was the only one that was really ever allowed there as often as I was. Mm. But this is the it was it was more than just dysfunctional. It was it was abusive. Oh um, gosh. She was she was probably every form of a, reformer, well, I don't think she was sexually abused in that home, but she was physically, emotionally, oh, and mentally abused. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there had to have been some sort of abuse over there. Oh, yeah. Just from, you know, seeing, I would see the dad and he would always yell for yeah. the kids. He yeah. would come out, he would yell, and it was just like, gosh.
0: Yeah, even think about that how do you talk to your kids in a normal basis even if you're just asking them to do something is it yelling is right it, is it coming out with such force yeah you know that's just think about as a little kid that like puts them on guard exactly you know startled all the time when it's like is that they're gonna grow up thinking that's the normal way to talk right How about maybe one more? Yeah, and I think this is the last one under um, characteristics. characteristics. It's uh, the focus of the family is on one member. Children may be neglected because Mm. of this. I see this in a lot of families. Yeah. Especially
1: if you have a kid who is, you know, quote, the golden child at a sport. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, everybody is is banking on this kid. Uh Uh-huh to make the family look good yes. to get into college right. i mean and all the focus is on this one kid
0: and then you know i have uh think of some scenarios where then it's always like par- parents will find themselves always bragging and talking about this one child and all the others are neglected like they have nothing good to offer the family to to talk about yeah like to for the parents to be proud of right that's that is damaging
1: it is because then and i've seen this before where the parent the parents put they sink all this money yeah into the golden child Mm -hmm. and whatever their efforts are dance sports whatever yeah but then there's no leftovers for the other kids and so those kids
0: Oh my gosh the there's like a million receiving
1: because then these kids have to be drug along yeah. to golden child's it's
0: just ugly yeah ugly. yeah but um, yeah these are these are characteristics just think about again as we always say think about your own personal life yeah not just as as you are if you're a parent now what you're doing Because it comes from somewhere. If you're you're behaving in a certain way and you're doing some of these things, these are sometimes unlearned behaviors by observing in your own dysfunctional family. And it's so powerful to go back and learn, okay, this is where it came from. So maybe next episode we'll talk about the lingering effects. Mm. Like what are you carrying into your daily life now as an adult that because you, of because of the dysfunction when you were a child so um, you know even if you have to go back and re-listen to these and kind of mark down the ones that resonate with you yeah like yep this was mine this was mine this was mine and what
1: are you what are you carrying on in your family now that was in your family of origin
0: yeah even way back I mean because it's usually
1: generational
0: it usually can be generational so yeah it's it's good to examine your life examine your childhood expose the problem yep that way you can bring it to the light and bring truth to it
1: absolutely so
0: yeah let's uh gosh we'll have to do a a part four
1: part four
0: okay. on its way all right all right we'll see you next time uh-huh bye-bye Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.